0: This is Keith having a conversation with resident philosopher Martina at the bar Great Harry in Brooklyn. It is December 2019.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to this new episode of Talk Popsy. Um I'm going to be the philosopher in residence for today's episode. I'm Martina Botti and I'm a PhD student in philosophy at Columbia University and I'm speaking with...
2: Uh, my name is Keith, Keith Moss. Uh, pleased to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you. Uh, so the topic of today is going to be art uh, and cognition. Like, uh, do you, uh, are you an artist? Do you work with art?
2: Um, I'm probably working in a, a sphere as far away from art as you can possibly imagine. So I'm a, a management consultant. Okay. Uh, and I'm in uh, the U.S. for three weeks. Um, I come over on a fairly regular basis because I have a client in the U.S. Uh, and I'm just in Brooklyn this weekend. So uh, that's why I met you.
1: Okay. That's, uh, that's great. And I'm happy actually that, uh, you're not, uh, like, uh, immediately connected to the art world just because, you know, we had previous episodes, you know, with, uh, uh, artists or, art criticism. And instead now I want to, uh, it's going to be fun to have a conversation, you know, uh, with, uh, with someone who actually has, you know, like other kind of intuitions about art. Do you like art? Do you? I do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not a I'm not a purveyor of art in the traditional sense, maybe, um, but uh, I suppose in some ways there's art everywhere, so uh, you can't you can't not be aware of art.
1: And so, can I ask you a question? Like, uh, when, uh, for instance, I don't know, like, um, let's speak about uh, pictorial art, I don't know, like, or conceptual art, the kind of art that one might see in a museum or in an mm-hmm. art gallery. Okay. And, like, um, uh, have you heard that recently, you know, there has been this um, Italian artist who just, you know, like, taped a banana on the wall
2: and, and then, then someone came along yeah, and, ate and, it some, and declared someone that ate as a piece it. of art like a,
1: as a kind of you know like um uh you know like uh pretend to be like for a second like a, a museum viewer who was there you know witnessing this i mean what do you think about that like what were your reaction when you heard the story do you think that was uh like a i mean you thought it was more of a kind of a joke or you thought that uh... Uh, yeah, and you like the idea that someone came and ate the banana. Like, uh, how, how, how was how was the reaction to that?
2: Honestly, I think it's fantastic because someone someone bought that piece of art for a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, it was someone paid money for that. Um, and to me, the idea that someone comes along and eats it and destroys what is basically a banana taped to a wall is fantastic. I mean, that's what art should be. It should be provoking people's uh, reactions. I mean, there was the same with a. There was a Banksy work of art that was sold and the moment the hammer went down, um, I think it went through a shredder, so the thing dropped through a shredder. I mean, that, that, that brings art into the conversation in a way that selling something on the wall um, that no one's ever going to look at or ever going to talk about, that, that never gets, that's never going to be news and something that provokes uh, a discussion I think is interesting.
1: Yeah, and do you think that, uh, no, I, I mean, I agree with you, and, uh, like, I mean, like, I'm asking you a question now from a kind of philosophical perspective, so, like, in philosophy, especially when you want to deal with art and cognition, there is this kind of tension. On one hand, we want to, you know, when you do philosophy of art, especially if you try to understand, uh, you know, the kind of question you try to answer is, like, Oh, what is art, you know? Because you want to understand why, you know, that banana taped in that way is art and not another banana in the grocery stores. And the same thing with, uh, you know, even like, um, I don't know, maybe a painting. Why this painting is good enough that you consider it art and you put it in a museum, maybe, you know, just a doodle. Uh, You don't even think of it as an artwork to a certain extent. And so we have, like, so we try to respond to this question. And usually, you know, when you do philosophy, you basically try to. Uh, you know, uh, come up with definition of thing. And definition usually are like cluster of a sufficient and necessary condition that something, you know, fulfills such that, you know, we can, you know, attach to it that definition appropriately. And at at the same time, like, uh, it seems that, uh, you know, our brain uh, does not really work that way. Or, I mean, not in a way that is obvious. It seems that there is like a part of, uh, like uh, the kind of way in which we kind of form concepts in our mind is uh, more, you know, like uh, example-based. So, you know, we see a paradigmatic case of something and so this somehow informs our concept and so like the, we, we, we draw certain connection and then, you know, we kind of Keep them as a basis for further connection, and like um, if you have to, I don't know, like um, think of yourself like showing up, uh I don't know, at the moment and uh, seeing, I don't know, like Dadaistic work of art. You know, uh, do you think that you know, like, do do I mean, would you be like, oh no, I I, I rather work in the kind of uh, uh taking an example and you know use this as a basis to understand further work of art, or you you actually think you're kind of you know. Come, you go there with a kind of presupposition of what do you think it's gonna count as an art object to you?
2: So I suppose I suppose we all have preconceptions over what what counts as art. But um, the art that interests me is is the art that I that triggers a reaction one way or another. Um, so I mean, I suppose if you were to ask me my favorite art, artist, for example, in the in the classical sense of of paintings, it would be someone like Miro. Um, which obviously has no um, no concept of reality, in effect. It's, it's, it's altering reality. Um, and yet, you look at a great photograph, for example, and, and it's not easy to think of photography as art. I, I guess for, for, for a lot of people, don't think that way. But, but some dramatic images of photography uh, um, can really trigger you, can trigger you to... Um, to think about what is being portrayed, so I think I think it's that reaction that, dri- that drives um, what we treat as art and what we don't.
1: Yeah, no, I like this idea that actually, you know, it's the kind of reaction, the kind of thing that actually. Um um, and makes us think, okay, we're witnessing some art here, but do you think that the kind of, um, so let's say that, I mean, I agree with you. So let's, let's say, okay, it is the reaction we are looking for. And do you think that, you know, like then having, as opposed to not having the reaction is, um, allows us to make a, to draw a distinction between like art and not art or between like art that works and art that maybe doesn't work or doesn't reach, uh, its own goal.
2: I, th- I think it is that reaction. I mean, everyone's reaction is different, but uh, and that's why some people see art in some things and others don't. But um, I think I think it absolutely but, is but, that but reaction. But do
1: you think that? Do you think that? I mean, let's suppose, if, let's let's say, like we see a painting and then um, you think, oh, this doesn't give me any reaction, and so you think, okay, so it's not art, or you just think, oh, it's just bad art. You well, know,
2: I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily not art or bad art. It's just not triggering. A reaction in me. I mean, you, I can I can see something that obviously is great art because of the the skill it takes to produce it. Um, you know, some of the more kind of classical works, um, but they may not trigger a reaction in me. So, um, but you can still see the the skill involved, um, the craftsmanship to put it together. Um, but. So I, I can understand it being portrayed as great art but maybe it, it doesn't doesn't do it for me if you know what I mean I mean I can see I can see art in in sport for example I can see the beauty of something in a in a game of football um, that I can I can it, it triggers that same reaction to me as art does you know it it, it makes you think of something um, I, I, su- I suppose it's it's that ability to make you realize that someone has done something that you can't do?
1: Mm-hmm. No, yes, because, I mean, the reason why I was asking is that, I mean, if you, I mean, let's say that, uh, let's say that, um, yeah, uh, let, let's say that, you know, like, um, I mean, the thing, I mean, let's say that there are many circumstances in which you can get uh, somehow an aesthetic experience, like, I agree with you, like, uh, at certain soccer matches is just aesthetically very pleasant, like when you see like an action that you know, um, un- uh, like unfolds so nicely, and then you know, like it's just beautiful. Even like some tennis matches, I don't know, like whatever sport, like there is like an aesthetic component to it. And but you know, like um, if if we want to say that art is the aesthetic experience that 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 we kind of have when we face it. Then, uh, I mean, if you want to identify the two, so art is the aesthetic experience, then it seems that we have to, like, we're forced, let's say, like, you know, uh, to to admit that then when we do not have that exp- aesthetic experience, when the aesthetic experience is completely missing, then automatically we, we are forced to conclude that it's not art. But before you were saying, yes, but, uh, you know, like, uh, maybe it's just, it's not working on me, but this doesn't necessarily mean that I think uh, of uh, you know like a picture a photograph that is not triggering any reaction in me as oh I'm, it's not art and maybe it's just you know I don't have that reaction so maybe I don't give value to it you know or you know but um, um, but I, I wonder whether what would I mean if you knew let's suppose that you knew that every every single you know viewer in the museum like every single person visitor of the museum sees that picture, and get zero reaction would be enough for you to be like okay then definitely that picture is not art or the fact itself that is in a museum for you somehow makes you think like okay it must be art for someone you know
2: i guess i guess if if it's in a museum it must be art for someone because the guy who did it saw it as art and the guy who was willing to uh present it in the museum saw it as art um so I guess, in, in effect, it must be because someone saw it that way. But, um, I mean, good, good art, I think, is, is something that triggers, a, you know, as I said, triggers a reaction, either through its, its beauty, its aesthetic. It could be as ugly as, as an aesthetic. I mean, but, and I think we're, as people, we, we may have different tastes, but we all tend to react to beauty or, or ugliness. Um, in a, in a broadly similar way.
1: Yeah, and how do you feel like now that we're talking about about this? How do you feel about uh, you know like list or canon, you know the kind of thing? Oh, these are the greatest work of art, or like, do you think there is any? I don't know, like uh, they make sense at all, or do you think? Yeah, no, not really. I, I mean, I'm just curious.
2: I'm not a, I'm not an expert in these things, so I, I honestly I'm am maybe maybe I'm the right person to ask. I was going to say I'm the wrong <laughs> person to ask. Maybe I'm the right person to ask. Um, i mean i I can see some sense in it i can see some sense in in producing a list of things um because they may show things that that i don't see you know a certain um, technique or a certain craftsmanship to being able to produce it so i I don't rule it out um but would i follow a list when that someone else has put together or a, a a series of great experts are put together. When I judge what I see, um, no, I don't.
1: Okay, no, no. It's, I mean, it makes sense, especially if we if we want to, you know, like the aesthetic experience that is in any case individual to a large degree, like, you know, informs in a way, you know, what uh, uh, our understanding of the notion of art at all. I just wanted to discuss a, a last point with you, if, if you let me. How much do you think that an artist, when... You know, they kind of, you know, put together their artwork, they assume about your reaction to that artwork. Like for instance, let's let, instead of speaking about museums, that is maybe, you know, an odd environment for that, but I don't know, theater. Okay. You go to theater and so there is like an ongoing uh, show there. And like, uh, of course, like, you know, there are going to be actors are going to directly maybe address to the audience, you know, and they're going to try to trigger a reaction. Like when you're there as a viewer, you think like uh, uh, you kind of you know you think like okay, I'm gonna for the sake of these two hours of representation playing by the rule, and I know that you know the director and the actors expect something from me, or you you or you do not you you do not think that there is any kind of assumption about the way you're gonna react to that.
2: When it comes to something like that, presentation arts, I, I, I guess. I'll take a selfish view. I would go to watch something like that to be entertained, actually. I'm not expecting great art. I'm just expecting to be entertained. I want to laugh or I want to cry or I want to be provoked into a reaction. Um, so I, in, in in some respects, yeah, that's entertainment rather than art to me. I mean, I, I can see there's, there's great art in... Uh, in doing that and there's great skill as well there's there's, there's an enormous amount of work um, but I, I suppose my, my initial reaction to that question around, around most of the presentation arts is, is I come from a position where I'm not seeing it as, as art um, as a as an initial reaction I'm seeing it from a perhaps more selfish perspective where uh, you know I've paid my money entertain me
1: Whenever, for instance, I don't know, like, it's clear that the author, you know, uh, that they're trying to communicate something specific and maybe, you know, like uh, making a statement, um, when, when that get in a way too far, not necessarily because it's bad, but just because it kind of changed a little bit the nature and so it becomes more like, okay, I'm trying to teach you something. Um, do you think that that uh, conflicts with the, the 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 kind of your goal of just being entertained, or do you think that's kind of part of the game and you do not really perceive it as it someone teaching something to me, but it's kind of part of the package of like being entertained for that hour?
2: No, I mean, that's 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 part of being entertained is being taken into a place where you don't go to in your normal life. So the fact that they're they're pushing something, a certain message, a certain story. You know, whether it's polit- political or social, but it doesn't—that actually doesn't matter. But that's part of the game that they play—is to put something there. Um, and part in my role as the receiver there is—is is whether I'm being taken there and, and or whether I'm not, and whether it entertains me, whether I want to go there or not. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it, of course, it, that's part of the game, right? You know, someone's got a story to tell, and I'm there to listen to it and appreciate it and you know, pay my money to. As my part of the deal, uh, the exchange. But yeah, that's part of the game. I mean, but that's honestly, that's that's. If you're going to watch a show or theatre or a play or a film, they're, they're the best ones to go to. The ones that take you to a place that you've you've not been before, right? I mean, if you've if you're going to watch the same story again, um, you know, it's just people fighting with lightsabers or whatever it is. That's, that's not gonna. It's not gonna be. Something that that sticks with you or entertains you that much, at least not okay. in my in my okay, case.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So not only for you, it's important, like to have like a context. So I'm gonna pay a ticket to go there. You know, the museum is telling me, but also like, uh, especially when it comes to like a uh, performance, is the kind of you know uniqueness. It's like the first time. Like it's it's that time in which I watch that show. So if I kind of start to go back to that same representation, uh, I don't know. Let's say every every night. It's offered, then after a while, you kind of. Do you think that the kind of entertainment level is uh, like necessarily affected in the negative sense? Or yeah, do you, I mean that that
2: that diminishes. I mean that's if you're going to see something live or a film, that that first hit is the one that gets you. Right? I mean that's the one that makes you you think something you haven't thought before, or takes you to a place you've not been before, and that, that that's going to diminish. If,
1: ah, okay, because if you because see it otherwise, over, and over ah, again. Okay, ah, okay, yeah. because the idea is really like that. Like, since the provocative element is like one of the crucial elements in the entertainment, then if we already, if we know that we're going to get provoked in a certain way, then by definition, we cannot really be provoked anymore. Exactly. And so this kind of, deprives okay, 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 now that's interesting because it really means that, you know, like the, the, the kind of relevant aspect of the aesthetic experience is this idea of like uh, uh, something unexpected that happened, yeah. you know, like uh, that kind of moment of shock, the kind of immediacy of the interaction. And and I mean and this is like a let's say a substantive sub- substantive position because you know one might be like oh whenever I go back uh, I learn something different and so that's a part of it but so it means that you know we have two different conception on the table of you know like what's valuable about the aesthetic experience and you're more like uh, uh, the 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 kind of you know the first impact like the moment in which my perspective and the artist's perspective encounters and. You know what? What results from that? And of course, this is like a tie to the the, the, the first moment. You know, like the, the really the moment of the encounter. And that's that, I like it. I mean, do you think it's true? I mean, I, like, I uh, think
2: that's true. And okay. maybe maybe one of the one of the things you have to think about when you think about something that's great, you know, something like a performance art, something that's great, is the ability to go back and be shocked or be provoked or be surprised by seeing the same thing again but seeing something different you know you've picked up something different that you didn't see before perhaps that's uh, you know something that that you don't always think about this when you go to see a show or you go to see a film Um, but the ability to see it again and see something new okay uh, i
1: like that i like that a lot so you're saying okay even if we want to say that there is a sense in which we can enjoy the same show twice or you know the same movie twice it's just because we're going to interact with new elements we hadn't interacted with before. So, so okay, 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 I like that. I, li- I like this perspective. So it's not the idea that, you know, I'm going to keep interacting with, with the same factors and I'm just going to, you know, like, think more about that. But it's more like, okay, I'm just going to interact with new factors. So every time, like, I have the experience again, there are going to be new elements in the experience that are, like, genuinely new and they were not there before and it's in virtue of those that, I, I can say that I enjoyed it again. Yeah, and they okay. may be completely
2: unexpected. You go there to, to, to see the same thing again, and you see the same thing again, but you interpret it in a completely different way.
1: Okay. And so do you, would, you, would you say to conclude that part of the kind of, um, um, uh, you know, task of a good uh, artist is also to create something that uh, can be seen in... Genu- can be experienced in generally different ways every time it's experienced.
2: Sure, I think okay. that must that must be the case. Okay. That must be the case. Otherwise, if it can only be perceived one way, it's it's. I don't want to say it's a photograph rather than uh, an interpretation, um, but it's uh, if if one if something can only be perceived one way, then it's it's perhaps too simplistic. Um, it should it should make you think everything everything that is artistic should be it should be defined by the interpreter the receiver of the art and it needs to be it needs to have something about it that allows interpretation.
1: Okay, no, I like that perspective. Okay, it was very nice talking to you.
0: Oh, it was
2: very nice to be interviewed. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> Keith Moss, a management consultant from the UK is speaking to resident philosopher Martina Botti. Keith, on a business trip, is visiting the bar and having a drink. He steps over to have a philosophical conversation. Martina begins by asking him if he likes art, and he says, yes, of course. And he adds that art is everywhere, so everyone is exposed to it. Martina brings up the Maurizio Catalan banana piece and the newsworthy story that someone came up and ate the banana, and she asks Keith what he thinks about that. Keith says that he thinks it was really great because art's meant to provoke people's reaction. He adds that the same thing happened with the Banksy piece that destroyed itself as soon as the hammer went down at auction. This then leads them into discussion about what makes something art. Martina asks, what's the definition of art? But she counters her provisional question and then states that our brain perhaps doesn't work that way. Maybe our brain doesn't have a general definition of art and then apply that case by pace. Maybe our brain sees it more in terms of having a paradigmatic case, and then the new cases are compared to that. For example, she asks him, if he went to MoMA and saw data examples, what would he think? Would that fit in with the paradigmatic case that's in his head? Keith responds saying that, of course, we all have preconceptions on what makes art. But for him, what counts as art is something that garners a reaction. If he looks at it and it triggers a real reaction, then that would be art. As an example, in a more traditional realm, he thinks that Moreau is what counts. And he adds, many examples of photography can really trigger you to think about what's being portrayed, about what is real. Martina says, okay, that's good, but let's just say that it is the reaction that counts. Is then getting a reaction the line between art and not art? Keith consents and says he thinks so. But then she counters, if you look at a particular piece and it doesn't elicit a reaction, Does that make it not art? Well, no, he says. He explains that one can look at a piece of art and know that it is art because it's well crafted, for example, even if it doesn't trigger anything in me specifically. He speaks about this for a minute and then comes to a definition that he's happy with. Art is the ability to make something that makes other people say, wow, that's something I can't do. Keith wants to say that it triggers a reaction, not necessarily beauty. It could be ugliness. It just has to trigger something. They end the conversation with a discussion about viewing and reviewing art. Keith states that one of the great things about performance art is being able to go back to the theater again and to make something anew in your own experience. You don't see the same thing again; you see it anew each time. Martina is enthusiastic with that and asks, "Is that a definition of art? That you can go back and see it again and see something new each time?" Keith answers, "Yes. If you can only see something only one way, it's too simplistic." and not really art. Art always allows for interpretation.